0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Welcome to The Things That Matter. My name is Maritza. I'm a native New Englander, now living in the South, managing the business world while keeping my own mental health in check. I've always had a fascination for the brain and behavior and anything neuroscience related. The world can feel overwhelming at times, especially if you don't understand yourself. I thought I did for years before being diagnosed with anxiety and depression. I'm here to show you that you are not alone. I want to inspire you, as a listener, to be that empowered individual that you know lives deep down in your heart, but I will be the first one to let you know you cannot get there without working on yourself. It starts right here, right now. You can make a difference in someone's life, no matter how small it seems. We need community, we need collaboration, we need people. Another episode today, we have a guest. Welcome, Rory. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here, Rory Reese. Um, I always tell people how we met, so we'll go into that, we'll dive right in. Um, we met pretty much through gym, hustle house. So I'm glad we connected and we're here today.
1: Yeah, uh, it's been a couple years, but uh, (laughs) yeah, we uh, I I saw a post that I like and Mm -hmm. I uh contacted Rutsa, and uh, here I am.
0: Yes. So, I'm happy to have you on. We'll kind of, as you know, we kind of dive into stories of mental health, but we can start. I usually start with an introduction of just a little bit about you. So, can you tell the audience just a little summary of who you are and why you're here?
1: Sure. Um, let's see a little about me. Uh, I've been <laughs> in Charlotte for what, 11 years now? It's been uh, very different than I uh, first moved down here. And uh, let's see, the last couple of years has been challenging for me. Uh, but, uh, you know, here I am. Every day, it's a little bit better.
0: Yeah, and where did you move from?
1: I'm from Long Island, New York.
0: Okay, nice. <laughs> and what brought you down to Charlotte originally?
1: Let's see. Well, I I uh, moved down in two weeks from New York to uh, Gaston County, and uh, for a teaching job, mm-hmm. not knowing anyone, and uh, yeah, very very big a cultural shock.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that was very brave of you <laughs> to move down, not knowing anyone. Um, why do you think you were able to do that? starting out?
1: Um, I don't know. I kind, of, <laughs> I kind of actually surprised myself, to be honest with you. Uh, never went to sleepaway camp. I been went to four different colleges mm-hmm. um, because I, I wanted to go to work. I wanted to go away, but didn't. But uh, yeah. it was just time for me to, I guess, leave and just grow up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and I know you said, Charles, changed a lot since you moved here. Uh, how was it when you first moved here compared to now?
1: Well, let's just say a lot of the um, the buildings that were once or that are built now were trees <laughs> back in 2013, 2014. So it's really interesting the change and mm-hmm. um, it's like the, you know, just a lot of change.
0: Yes. Oh, that's good. I've seen it too. I've only been here for seven years, a little over seven, but I've seen a lot of change too. So that's good. Now, um, let's touch on some of kind of the basics of, you know, just can you tell us a little bit about your story and kind of what got you interested in mental health?
1: Sure. So I guess uh, I guess have time to reflect in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could say my mental health problems probably started back when I was in elementary school, uh, being picked on and bullied a lot. And uh, it really manifested itself uh, when I was in middle school, um, when I have to, get into fights, yeah. um, uh, you know, cause of my, of my disability. Um, so I guess, and it continued on, uh, into high school and, uh, you know, just going back and thinking about my, my uh, life events, uh, I would have like random outbursts of crying and I mean, no one knew why and neither did I. Mm-hmm. And, but then, uh, as, uh, time went on and I, went to college, you know, my, my, my fifth one, which I stayed at. Um, I got into a relationship and, uh, things ca- like I had to release or talk about what was my past. And I kind of just let a snowball effect. And, uh, yeah, so I have depression, um, which is from, you know, life, but it's okay. Um, and I also have some anxiety, but, uh, yeah, it's been, a. I have a whole lot of things that happened in between, but uh, I don't want to talk too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, and can you tell? Because no one's here seeing this. Uh, can you tell everyone what your disability is?
1: Yeah, sure. I have uh, cerebral palsy, or uh, as my mom likes to call it, right hemiparesis. Um, but the, the 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 medical term is cerebral palsy.
0: Okay. Yeah. And what do you think? It. Why do you think people picked on you when you were a kid?
1: Probably because um, I walk funny, uh, you know. I have very, I have very, li- I have very little control of my hand um, or arm when it's moving, so it's spastic. Um, I I did limp a lot. I wore like splints on my hand, and uh, you know I was, yeah. And I you know I, I was trying to fit in at the same time, so I have my my pants. You know, slacking down. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it was the bad combination, to be honest. <laughs> that with. was the
0: trend, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone <been to> did that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And how have you, I guess, really grown into that in terms of, like, this is me and I'm proud of me and happy sure. with me? How have you grown into that?
1: Sure. Um, well, I mean, i would be lying if I said it. it's a straight line, linear. Mm-hmm. Um, the year that I moved down here is also the year that I ended up in the... Uh, uh, psych psych hospital in Kings Mountain uh because i uh put a had a i took a knife in my hand and i i was thinking about cutting myself or um but something inside of me said no um but i couldn't contract for uh safety so i, I myself i called uh 911 and uh mm-hmm. spent 5 days or so in the hospital and uh I got out on my birthday.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess how was that process for anyone who hasn't been through something like that? How did you feel going in? Like, how did they treat you? What was that like?
1: Oh, uh, well, for someone who's um, never been in trouble, like with the law, it's, I mean, they put me in handcuffs when oh. they would transfer me from Gaston to uh, Kings Mountain, mm-hmm. which you know, very humiliating and very, uh, Embarrassing experience, but I understand the why behind that. Um, but when I was there, you know, I, I saw a couple of people that like were uh, like um, were going through withdrawal, and some people with just like more. I mean, I hate to uh, say this, but like more of a uh, difficulties than I had, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean, I remember the last like the last time I interacted with like the doctor in the hospital, he said to me, "quote unquote." you're too smart. I don't want to see you here again.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you were, you were kind of at a breaking point. That's why you were there. Oh,
1: yeah. It wasn't
0: because I mean, you weren't smart. It was oh, just no, like you no. didn't feel in control, would you say?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I had a very, I had a hard time controlling my emotions. Uh, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, every relationship is different, but uh,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, what's I say? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I just had a hard time, you know, you know, control my emotions, as you said, and uh, mm-hmm. crying, and just I, I really had a very poor uh, self-esteem. Um, so, I mean, that was the likes of it.
0: Yeah. So let's let's talk about from that point. Like, what have you done to help yourself and sure. get stronger?
1: Sure. So, uh, besides uh, medication, because you know, I don't want to you know encourage that either way. But uh, for the past, let's say four. From that point on, um, I was speaking on and off with a, like a, like a therapist or a counselor, mm-hmm. um, but you know, a couple of years later, life happened, and I've been consistently talking to a therapist, pretty much every week, uh, since like 2019, mm-hmm. um, and I really credited, you know, all of her, I guess, corny sayings like <laughs> one step at a time. Um, <laughs> It's so to,
0: true, though.
1: <laughs> it is for um, me feeling better about myself. Uh, yeah. It feels good that, uh, you know, for a long time I was talking to her every week, but mm-hmm. uh, now I just speak to her like every other week. So that's uh, one step at a time. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's awesome. And what have uh, – so sayings helped you, like those little statements. What else has helped you in your toolkit that she's given you? Um,
1: Well, it's I mean, besides, you know, uh, you know, it's kinda of nice talking to someone who, you know, is always on your side or at least, mm-hmm. you know, at least uh you know, pretend like pretends like it, but regardless of that. Um I've also spoken with her about a lot of like things that catch my mind when I'm watching TV. And uh one of the I guess most recent uh things that's happened is uh have you ever watched A Million Little Things? Uh that was on ABC.
0: Oh, I like, don't think I have, yeah.
1: For like three and a half or four seasons. Uh uh, there's at the end of the finale they talk about there's this, uh one of the characters is passing away, and he uh he's always you know they always talk about how he uh had so much with his life, even though his length wasn't that high. Mm-hmm. um so you know those coming, I, mean, I even cried during that yeah. finale. i'm I'm not afraid to admit it, but uh yeah, that was really uh, uh, very touching for me because I've always had a hard time, I guess, with my experience of being in a hospital and mm-hmm. people, you know, people getting older grasping how like the life and death, um, yeah. Situations.
0: Yeah. I think that's extremely challenging. I think for a lot of people, especially like if you've never been in, through anything like that before.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, and then what else was going, what, what else, uh, you know, I've also, I've been able to found like my voice, Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, uh, I guess introvert ish, but, um, I guess over time and right, working with my therapist, I kind of, you know, have said to her, like, and I've said to a lot of people recently that I feel very confident in myself, like, like confidence I hadn't felt probably like, you know, since ever. Um, so it's a really weird feeling, um, <laughs> because I felt I've, I've, I've spent so many times, so much time, like. Feeling like crap. Well, now that I do feel good, it's weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. How did you? How have you built your confidence over time?
1: Um, well, a lot of failing. Uh, <laughs> um, you know. Uh,
0: but you learned from that, obviously. Yes, so that's good. Yes, yes. and
1: um, uh, you know, I guess the failures I've learned as of recently is you know, for a long time, I, w- I was very like, you know, overworking myself. You know. Mm-hmm. Job searching, you know, networking on LinkedIn, and that was draining. Um, yeah. So I had to like just tell my just tell myself like less is more. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, less is more. I agree with that, and it can be overwhelming at times to see, you know, when you put a to do list of all the things you need to do and achieve and goals, and then you're like, where do I start? <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. And I guess like one other thing that like. Uh, I guess another life that's kind of uh, crossed my way the past couple years is that my mom was, or has cancer. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, uh, well, I mean, initially that kind of flew me off, like almost got me like, I had a lot of anxiety, obviously. Um, So I I went, I was seeing this doctor at a time and I walked into her office and I said I needed a certain type of medication. Mm -hmm. And she looked at at me like I was funny, like I was like, like uh, at five heads. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, I mean, it's hard to, uh, you know, it's, as much as I try to, uh, say it doesn't, uh, that, I mean, that, that inevitably has had a impact on me as well.
0: Yeah. And are you, when you found that out, do you remember where you were when you found out the news and everything?
1: Oh yeah. So I was, uh, I was driving with my mom, uh, we were in the car and, uh, her uh, blood results had had been dropped into, uh, whatever my chart or mm-hmm. whatever it is and, her uh her uh her account for the I forget what it is, but it was like like five hundred times like the uh the normal range oh wow, and uh yeah, I mean I was the first one I mean, cause, uh I, I didn't want my mom to see the see the results first um but when <laughs> yeah I, but uh when I saw the results, I was like, oh shit, yeah, um,
0: this so, can't be good, yeah, oh wow, yeah, and then for her, how was that experience for her when she found out uh
1: well, I mean. I guess um it's i can't say uh, it's been ch- it was challenging uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was i guess it was more challenging when she started to lose her hair yeah um i I've come to understand that you know when you lose a hair it's kind of like a like you like you lose like your who your your identity a little bit i guess mm-hmm.
0: um so yeah i guess t- it is there your whole life you know starting <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember when you're a baby, but
1: yeah uh so. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, I mean just uh-huh. seeing her go through that, and you know, I always try to find the, uh, the 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 good, like the I always like to see the positive and all things, and uh, you know, it's kind of hard when you know the reality of of po- possibility. Of just whenever you're dealt with the possibility of death, mm-hmm. hits you, it's like wow.
0: Yeah, and does your mom wear? Is your mom close or is she like far distance wise? Like where is she now and where are you comparatively?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's really weird. Uh, you know, I was down here in North Carolina mm-hmm. uh, since 2013 and then uh, my parents moved down here in 2021 and it's just really weird how things have like, I guess things had worked out or whatnot because, yeah, um, yeah it's just weird uh, because- So they
0: were here when you found out? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's- Yeah. I think it's tough. Like I, you know, I've talked, well, haven't really talked about it yet, but we've talked about it. Like my mom just got diagnosed with cancer. And so it's been, it was a sudden shock to our family too, especially because she was in perfect healthy condition and my dad's the one with all the health issues. So we laughed Mm -hmm. like in the sense, we're like, this didn't make sense, but it's, yeah, it's day by day. I think with that and how, You've probably seen a lot of different treatments done. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: it just uh, – yeah, I mean, what's going to say? It's just a lot of uh, – no, and getting through that, I mean, I've sort of been able to talk about death a little bit, but that kind mm-hmm. of still kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Which I think is kind of – and uh, I guess now more so than ever, I've had a, I've had a, uh, a difficult time, like, watching things that, I mean – you know, when this celebrity passes away or this person passes away, it's like I can't watch it because it takes me down a rabbit hole that I don't want to uh, talk about talk about that much.
0: That reminds me <laughs> of, yeah, so my I had a, my, one of my best friends passed away when I was younger and in college. And it was like every sad movie was like sadder and like every <laughs> time I cried, it was like that sounds really bad. But I feel like that was the experience I had because you kind of equate everything to that too. You're like, what if?
1: Yeah, and then, and then what else I've done over? I mean, to ha- get through like I guess this chapter of my mm-hmm. life or whatever you want to call it, or a nightmare. Because um, you
0: said it's been two and a half. Years? Yeah, so it's okay. been
1: uh, yes, two, two years or two, so. Okay, two years. Um, yeah, you know, I've I've kind of have alluded to things on social media as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, um, I mean, besides, the, I I've, I never spoke about my mom, um, because she always wanted to have like a privacy. But I've kind of just talked about like my, my own mental health. Um, and I guess I've used social media as a network or a medium to help me just like, like brain dump, uh, because it's, I, uh, you know, when I, my experience is when you get lost in your feelings mm-hmm. or your thoughts is when things really can, you know, you know, manifest and things can happen.
0: Yeah. So you've almost used it as like a journal or a writing tool, would you say? Like to get out your thoughts Yes. As well? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I like that because it's. And that's like, everyone's like, there's, you know, there's pros and cons to social media. And there, you can definitely go down a rabbit hole of all the, you know, the bad stuff, but there's also the positives too. And I think, has it brought you like closer to some people? Have people reached out or have people like Uh, seen some of the stuff that you've?
1: uh, Well, it's very interesting. You know, most of my, I guess, my likes, right? Or my comments on social media are about Mm -hmm. mental health or my disability. Um, And I don't like talking about either. I mean... I'm more willing to talk about like my my mental health and my disability, but mm. um I mean it's kinda i mean I like to think that when people like i guess, see a post, even if they don't like like it or or comment on commented on it that it makes somewhat of an impact uh especially because of a male right a male males you know, even to this day despite you know athletes coming out and talking about their struggles with depression and anxiety, there's still a stigma that you know, mentally should be strong and whatnot, mm-hmm. don't cry, like, oh, like just like let it go. And yeah, that's not the, uh, that's a very, I guess, old-fashioned uh, train <laughs> of thought that my my dad has, and, you know, unfortunately, it hasn't uh, caught up with the times.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> I would agree. Um, there's still that, especially, I would talk about this too with friends, like in sports especially, like there's always that mentality of like, you know, just get back on the field or like just... Just play, you know, but you can't process anything.
1: Right. You uh, know, it's, yeah, no one lives, no one, I mean, no one understands unless they've lived through like a life in your shoes and mm-hmm. uh, everyone's experience with, you know, depression, anxiety, or do you, I mean, like uh, all, the, all the other mental health uh, out there is everyone's, everyone is different, but uh, mm-hmm. one is the same.
0: Yeah, you make a really good point there. What is, So just because everyone's story is a little different, what does depression and anxiety look like to you or for you, I should say?
1: Sure. Uh, Well, I guess when I'm depressed, I tend to, uh, I guess, be very quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, I I tend to have a hard time uh, shutting my my brain off or shutting my thoughts off, rather. uh, Sometimes I, you know, I mean... It's hard for me to cry. Uh but like but even
0: even now. <laughs> yes, but
1: but when I when I do, when I do cry a little bit, you know, it's kind of like I feel like a sense of like relief. Yeah. Um, you know, even if I just tear up a little bit. Um, I mean I would I, I mean so quietness withdrawal, um mm-hmm. and when I when people ask me what's wrong, I say everything is okay. It's it's very like I'm very short and uh I crow up with like a little I guess a little ball and uh yeah.
0: Yeah, and then how? How about the anxiety part of that? Like, what does that look like?
1: Well, I think I I think I mentioned to you when we spoke originally, but you know, most recently, like I've had ex I, I haven't had an, I haven't had an anxiety attack in a in a while. But mm-hmm. a couple of years back, when I when I found out my mom uh, had cancer, I uh, would have anxiety panic attacks over the right the most stupidest sorry silliest of where, of things. Like, I didn't know where my uh, my uh, AirPods were. It freaked me out, right? It yeah, and we're just like going in a frenzy. And uh, it's
0: like that loss of control, like you don't know what's going on,
1: right? Before. So, I mean, that's for so that took about like two or two or three episodes of like not knowing when, where something was for me to come to the realization with, along with my uh therapist's help, that like it's only like an item, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you can't find it, like just walk away. That's kind of helped me, like, with like keeping my, my mind check is like, okay, is it, is, is, well, I can't find it now, but is it like, can be replaced.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's very important. I do that too. Even with work, if I get really like overwhelmed, nothing seems to go right, you mm-hmm. know? And then you're just like, let's take a 15 minute break and just like settle back in. So Yeah.
1: Um, because, uh, I mean, it could really, uh. You know, it, ru- it kind of ruins your day, even though the episode could last, mm-hmm. you know, seconds or, you know, hopefully not, not too long, but it really could put a damping on your day, especially when things, you know, you come back to like baseline and you're like, like really? Like.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. <laughs> does this matter as much? Yeah. So what, do, like, obviously we met at the gym and you were, you were working at the gym at the time. Um yes. And what. Has the gym always been part of your life or when did that uh, come in? Well, that's
1: a good point actually. Yeah. Um Just well yeah, I mean the uh fitness has always been like an outlet for me. I you know, yeah. I I remember this, you know, it's kind of ironic that when I was younger I I couldn't run a mile. Um you know they they had you do like the mile test or oh, yeah. And phys ed that nobody wants to do. Um but like all the all the all the, all, all like the uh the guys right, all the mm-hmm. boys, you know, athletes, right? Who we'll play like soccer and Whatever, and I never did those sports because, I mean, I mean, I was on the basketball team in middle school, but then I had some bullying in high school, which I kind of forced me or like I decided not to play uh, basketball anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you know, I would do, I would have like a 14-minute mile, like around the track, and uh, you know, you know, I mean, so like when I've over time and over the years, I've kind of like, you know, fitness-wise, kind of allowed me to escape. But I will say that, on um, you know, as personal, like, I got really, like, uh, obsessed with, like, my body image too much, mm-hmm. um, and and worrying about, like, what I look like, and, you know, what I ate, there was a point where, like, you know, there was probably multiple points where I would, like, I want to say starve myself, but I wouldn't be eating, like, the best, because I was, like, I had to be, like, this kind of version of myself that, like, that looked good in the mirror, but, like, but I really look like stick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I, ta- I've talked about this before. I think there's like, so the reason I think, well, there's, there's, there's kind of things with the gym industry. Like people go, like, sometimes like people think it's all about the vanity and like how you look, but like, it's really too about how you feel. And I feel like that should be the message, like with the industry. Like that's like why people should work out to feel better, to feel better mentally. Cause it, it helps your mental health extremely.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, cause I was in, you know, I was in a relationship for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. And it was pretty much, it was, it was a lot of my, I guess, positive affirmations, I guess is the word mm-hmm. was, was through like, like what's quote unquote looking good. Yeah. Um. But you know, the more I've been able to unwind, you know, and take myself out of the uh, situation over the past couple of years, it's kind of like, Like, it's not, like, healthy. Um, So now I kind of just go, like, do I feel good? Do things fit on me good? That that type of stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And we get older, so it's, like, everything's not going to fit the same as it did when we were, you know, super young. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) You got to remember that.
0: Um, But I think that, like, obviously leading to, like, leading a healthy lifestyle and just healthy life, like, it rubs on, like, well in others, too. People are, like, oh, well, I love to see that you're, like, doing this in these areas.
1: Yeah, I mean... You know, for working out, I mm-hmm. mean, it's kind of, I mean, just having, a, I, I haven't, it's, I don't realize, or I don't realize, like, I don't think about it, is yeah. the impact or impact or impact. I don't, I don't realize the impact, or I guess how wowed I, people, how wowed uh, people are me,
0: yeah,
1: um, because I don't like see myself as being different, mm-hmm. um, because we're all different, yeah, but like I think there's like that, sort of like that, like I guess. That's not that healthy because it's kind of like playing my part, like thinking like everything is okay, but not okay at the same time. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's an interesting one because I've talked – well, in people can look a certain way and you have all these judgments about you like, oh, you're already different. And then it's like – but there's like this whole other side of you, your mental side that people don't see. So it's like people mm-hmm. could be struggling with that and look a certain way or vice versa. People People could be struggling with their mental health and – Look a certain way,
1: and people are like, "Oh, they look completely fine." Even though I guess when I guess I was I know for a, for a long time I was in, enjoyed a indoor cycling, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, there was a point after my relationship terminated or ended or whatever it is, um, I started. You know I, was, I remember I was taking cycling class, yeah. and I cried through a song. Uh, <laughs> I literally cried through a song, and it, it had nothing. It had, and it was literally like you know, I just I forgot what song it was, but it was kind of like a song that I like. I found a lot of meaning with, uh, yeah. because it's going through a difficult like uh, time with like self identity and finding myself that like that was like the I was like embarrassing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think that's I think it's good. We need to process our emotions, mm-hmm. and that's the thing we're hiding them all the time. And like, if you don't process them, that builds up inside. I tell people this all the time. Like, I don't know if you've read The Body Keeps the Score, but that's like one of my favorite books. But they talk about like cell, you know, memory mm-hmm. and the things that are in our bodies that you know yeah, just compound over time <laughs> yeah I mean
1: especially you know um, you know having a full-time job and I guess you know one thing I really hold to this day and it's kind of you know important to realize is that you know the world I guess you know I was told uh, that the world gives you like a week to grieve mm-hmm. and that's kind of you know BS because <laughs> um, anyone who tells you or any supervisor or whomever tells you that you know you only the world gives you a week that's not the type of value or company that you wouldn't be part of if like you don't fit that because, you know, I was, I was given a week, uh, you know, I was still teaching and Mm -hmm. I probably needed a year. (laughs) Uh, and I guess, you know, it was just very hard, uh, managing the reality of like personal life and the reality of stepping in the classroom and, you know, everything supposed to be left behind, which is kind of difficult.
0: Yeah, that definitely is difficult. And yeah, I think it's a very good point. Like, there's no, there shouldn't be a time on some, you know, how much you need for your mental health.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> mean, I think it's kind of like up, like, a, uh, it's going to be like a peaks and valleys, right? Cause, mm-hmm. uh, you can think that like you're fine. And then it's like, you know, even like this time of year, it's, you know, cold. And like, even though the sun, sun's, sun's been staying out for a little bit longer now, mm-hmm. but like when it gets dark at like six o'clock, it's like, Oh my goodness, it feels like midnight. Uh, <laughs> so I I do really also struggle with, uh, or not so this year, but past uh, winters, I've really struggled with, like depression and just like
0: mm-hmm. oh my
1: goodness, like it's so it shouldn't be dark right now. It's only like six thirty, like and it really got to me. But yeah, uh,
0: well, don't live in the northeast because it gets dark <laughs> at like four o'clock in Massachusetts. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no. It's good to be aware of that. Like, do you think that took time just to figure out?
1: Uh, yes. Um, yeah. I think, uh, over the, like, I would say probably from like, yeah, I mean, yeah. So probably like four, four, like four to five years of me, like, I guess I knew it, but I, I like I was encouraged to get like a, a light lamp. I think that's what it's called.
0: Oh yeah, where it just mimics like the sunlight. Is that yeah. The one? Yeah. Yeah,
1: but I never I never got it to be honest with
0: you. Um, <laughs> well but, I have one at home that I'm not using uh, actually uh, fair, if you like fair. it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I uh, just like realizing okay, here comes like winter time.
0: Uh-huh. It's
1: gonna be cooler, the sun's the sun's not gonna be out as long. And just like I can't control it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, just kind of like knowing like just understanding like you can only focus on what you can control and, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Be mindful of that. I like that. Are there things that you realize now that are triggers for you that you kind of have to just be aware of? Or is it just kind of, like you said, it's like peaks and valleys. It is
1: peaks and valleys. I mean, I guess, I mean, for, I mean, from 2000, I mean, I mean, 2015, Mm -hmm. not probably 2013 until like 2020, 2021, I was, I mean, I was going through like a big spurt of like, depression anxiety just because I think what it was is I had a hard time with like like with uh figure, like with that self identity and just be mm-hmm. confident in myself that took a a long time for me to uh to uh i guess be at peace with but but now it's more so like i don't know, recognizing i guess i mean knock on wood
0: yeah
1: i mean I haven't felt like quote unquote depressed right in a long time it's mm-hmm. more so like and my anxiety has kind of like sort of drifted away also um, but yeah, actually you know i hate to you know i was i was out, i was on a medication that was like a, a mood booster mm-hmm. um, because i had a concussion back in 2021 but it's in a whole different podcast perhaps <laughs> uh, but um you know i tried to get off that medication and tur- and once i titrated it off like my body couldn't tolerate it cuz i was turning into like my to- my toleration to- i could not tolerate anything like one in the second yeah, so, uh, wow. Yeah.
0: Well, there's like – there's obviously – different medications have different effects when you get off it. So that's tough in itself. Yeah. That's – so there – yeah, there's benefits <laughs> to medication. but There's also like drawbacks sometimes just to be aware of that.
1: I, I think <laughs> the one thing that like really triggers me now, I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, like, you know, politics really is a trigger,
0: mm-hmm. you know, because
1: people I, – I really hate how people – what really gets me, I guess, emotionally drained is people who, you know, who are opposite sides refuse to see the other side. Yes. Because I think that's like a <laughs> – I mean, it's obnoxious, right? It's selfish yeah. and it's a failure on society that we you know that I, we that yeah, I that we should be stubborn. It
0: more and more nowadays too. So that's a tough one. because yes. It's in your uh, face, especially yes. on social media. People are very <laughs> can be very one side. Yes. So, so I I it's mean, really tough. I
1: guess it's just you know, even with like social media, right? With like mm-hmm. that being, just like inputting like not so much information because it you know, you know, I've realized you know, over the past couple of months the the algorithm really knows who you are. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, very true. And, but if you and if you watch too much of it, it really, you know, it really. I mean, TikTok did suck life out of me for a month because I was just like
0: hooked on it. Yeah, <laughs> I could, Yeah, that happens to many people. So you're not the only one. <laughs> um, so you've you've obviously grown a tremendous amount, like from your, when you were young to now. Um, what would you say? I mean, like, what are you doing now that's different or what do you see different in your life now than you did as a child? Uh,
1: well, I kind of, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't walk around. I, I'm, I, do, I say, I mean, when I'm out and about, I don't pay attention to whether people are looking at me or not
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, that was also a big thing, a trigger for me up until when I was in the 20s was I was always thinking people were looking at me like looking at my arm and it really pissed me off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so coming to peace with that, you know, people are going to look at you because they're, they're curious and don't take it personally, right? Yeah. And that's difficult. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's just like fully like coming to grips with like and being happy with who I am. And and I, I kind of like say like it, I I failed a lot of times the past couple of years. It's like, you know, sometimes I've I've ridden. Like a message that was like a novel that I wouldn't even write, I I, I wouldn't read it either. But like, yeah, it's just like that—that realization that like, you know, like to know, like you know, don't don't be perfect because it's okay to be imperfect.
0: Yeah, and that's the beauty of people. People are imperfect, but we have so many commonalities that you don't see sometimes, and you have to talk to a person to realize. Wow, there's a lot more in common we have than we're different.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, and I guess uh, like there was a period of time also where. I wasn't like real. I mean, sister and I are, are you know, brother and sister, but there uh-huh. was a period of time when we were really like, uh, butting heads. And, uh, just like recently we had a really good conversation and, I mean, it surprised me. I mean, I was like, wow. <laughs>
0: That's but awesome. It, but, it felt, but it
1: felt really good. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: What's a, the age difference
1: between you guys? Uh, she was three years older than me.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you were a little brother. I, yeah. I got a little brother. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I so I mean, him a lot when he was a kid. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: So it's, it's just like, you know, I guess that like the things that like are important, like the things that like, I don't know, like just the things that bothered me when I was Mm -hmm. younger, like people uh, staring at me and, you know, me having a poor relationship with my sister for a while. I guess it just like, and and honestly, I, I really have stopped giving a freak freak, (laughs) as my, as my niece would say, uh, what uh, people think about me. But Um.
0: it it does get to you. And I get that, like, especially when you see it time and time again. Um, But I think a lot of that, and it's different in different situations, but I, I've said, even with people, like there's, there's a fear sometimes, like it's just different. So you don't know it, especially with kids, talk to a kid. They're Mm -hmm. like the most, you know, um blunt oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like they'll tell you how it is, and they're like, what's that? you yeah. know that's exactly what they'll say, like oh, yeah. if there's something different <laughs>
1: yeah and that, that reminds me you know what after combine, I was in sixth grade,
0: mm-hmm. our
1: principal went on the uh the pa and he was like, I, and he, he didn't have any really bad intentions of saying in this, but he was like, oh, you just be 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 uh be mindful or be careful of the kids that are quiet and uh this girl in my class said, you know. Rory and I was like, you was like singled me out like yeah. in front of like 25 kids and like, I was like, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. So obviously that made you think like immediately, like why, why do you think I'm so different?
1: Right. Like, and it kind of like, like, like a singled me out. Like, like, yeah. I, like I was even more separated at that second than like normally.
0: Yeah. And she – how old – do you remember how ish age or like I must have been
1: you- like, 12, like 11 or 12 years old.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because at the time, she probably didn't – she might not even remember this little thing she said, mm-hmm. but obviously it affected you to this day. Like Wait. meaning like the things people say matter.
1: Oh, yeah. And in high school, you know, I was in the class and we got to go about – we had to go around the class. And, mm-hmm. and so I guess first impression about people – And one girl said, a loner. I was like, oh, no. "It was great. I mean, no, kids are mean. Um,
0: Kids (laughs) are, but I think there's something, like the fact that if you are introverted, like lean into that. Like it's okay. Like you don't have to be extroverted. Like I have friends that it's funny because I think, I mean, I definitely like my alone time, but I'm definitely extroverted. And I have friends that are introverted. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize you were so introverted. It's (laughs) because you talk so much. But like I think like there's qualities people bring out in other people and it's nice to have those relationships with other people that yeah, are different.
1: Yeah, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's can, can be a lot as mm-hmm. you're a kid and growing up and processing all that and I think that's it's good to talk about things like you said. Yeah, it's good I mean to get that out. I
1: guess, you know, I mean, I feel like I should be talking about things more, um but
0: it's But now, now you can. Like now yeah. you have like an open forum to do yes,
1: that. Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, and for a long time I I really wanted to Talk about like my, my, my life and, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, no, not that I'm being so, my life is so glorious, but sort of like put like a, almost like a, a time, like a, uh, put it to rest. Cause like talking about it just like helps me feel better.
0: Yeah. And you have so much, I tell people this all the time. Like there's so much of your story that I might not be able to relate to hundred percent, you know, like sure. I might not know, but like you can inspire other people with what you're saying because they've been through similar situations.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's sort of, I mean, I mean, like kind of like, I mean. I I I do like making. I appreciate like making a difference and making people feel better. Mm. And I guess I've always, you know, I've always talked about, or like I just said about, like talking about things or like, you know, or whatever. But I've kind of always, you know, failed on the execution. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like my bed.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about the positives. Let me let me hear all the positive things you have going on in your life right now.
1: Um. Uh, let's see. I mean. Well, I mean. For, Not all.
0: You don't have to list them no. all, but oh no, 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 no. <laughs> There's I mean, probably oh, so yeah, many. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean,
1: for a long story short, you know, uh-huh. I was you know, I had a, like I said, I had a concussion that kind of knocked me out. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and it kind of left me with like all different stuff. Uh, so I've had uh, last year, I had three surgeries related to my accident, mm-hmm. um, and it took me a long time for you know me to advocate for myself. Um, but I, would, I mean, I'm happy that that, sur- that surgery is over and done with. Um, That's awesome. So I guess I'm. I mean, I'm still uncomfortable sometimes, but um, my pain level is more, I guess, more doable,
0: mm-hmm.
1: more tolerable. Um, I mean, what else is going on? I mean, I f- I mean...
0: What do you do I, for your mental health now? Like, oh, my mental morning? health? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or just your health in general. Sure, sure. I mean,
1: that was also kind of a, a crap. I mean, right now I've, I'm starting to get back into the fitness thing. Um okay. for Because, nice. uh, I mean, I, I wasn't able to do that. So I, I've... yesterday was actually my first time working out. In a, in, a, in a year uh oh awesome okay yeah. there's yeah. a
0: there's a win right there <laughs> yeah
1: and uh, uh, i mean even like you know linkedin i've i hate to use social media but like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's all about like you know i've been trying really hard on networking and like i said a couple minutes ago i used to write messages that i would never have read because they were so long yeah but i guess like just knowing i guess being able to like build some of a network and kind mm-hmm. of understand i guess i like, kind of I guess now I'm able, to, I guess I see the world differently now. I kind of understand like, like the world better, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. That's so that's say makes about wisdom. It, you know, you get yeah. wisdom as you get older. So
1: it has just, I mean, so that just helped me make me feel better. I mean, I mean, what I, I mean.
0: What keeps you like keeping on? Like, what, oh, what is like it? A, um, I know that's a hard, <laughs> uh, again, a hard question, but is there something or is this kind of like,
1: I know it's also, you know, to be honest, that's a good point that I'd rather talk about because I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. I still struggle with that, but I kind of feel like, I mean, I don't know if this is like, obviously I know this is not the right thought process, but I kind of feel like like my family needs me.
0: Obviously having that positive talk with your sister probably just reinforced that. You know, it's like yeah, there's value to that. What I mean, do you do for yourself, like I just mean, in general? I, I
1: mean, I mean, it's gonna sound really corny, but I like getting like beard trims and haircuts. I mean, okay, I mean, yes. It really makes me uh, feel good. I mean, I'm not gonna say I've started to feel like more confident. In myself like you know, for a couple of years, I wasn't even interested in like in dating or didn't have like the mm-hmm. the ability to think about somebody else. Right now, I'm like more mindful. I'm more. I'm more like interested in like the like the dating part of life, which is kind of. Feels good mm-hmm. because like, you know, nobody wants to be alone. Yeah. And so that, that's, that took me a while to, you know, get to, but I feel really good about that. Uh, what and else?
0: that's a lot of getting to know yourself first. Like I tell people all the time, like you got to know yourself before you start dating other people. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And I guess, you know, just like, I guess just, you know, being like knowing like what I'm looking for, like mm-hmm. red, red flags, green flags, Uh, kind of, I kind of have a very clear picture of, what i guess my life or what someone you know what i what i want um yeah so that just i mean
0: you're intentional about it yes
1: uh yeah i guess and i guess i mean i'm just trying to i mean and what i really enjoy now is i just like being outside and uh mm-hmm. you know taking my dog on walks and uh what kind of dog enjoy, do you have uh a, a rottweiler a doberman mix okay uh so i just like <laughs> enjoying the fresh air and uh yeah, I just like I like just like being able to breathe the uh, air outside and just appreciate appreciate you know what's around me. Yeah. You know, hopefully the tree is not the buildings.
0: <laughs> well, we're leaving <laughs> some trees here, so that's yeah. good. But there's something there's something so beautiful about nature, how it just grows, you know, organically and like well, when we don't restrict it with buildings and other things. But there's still some green grass in Charlotte, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that's uh, good. Yeah, taking uh, it all away yet? Yeah,
1: and then like you know, I'm I'm still like I guess it I'm I'm of I'm, 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 I'm it's like I'm. The page at the stage of my life, my life like, where I'm just okay, I'm pressing the reset button mm-hmm. um, because uh, of just, like, the challenges that have been the past couple of years. So it's like somebody asked me earlier, it's like, oh, what are, th- what are th- like, things you do in Charlotte that are fun? I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, well, um, do to be honest with you, like, um, <laughs> I kind of don't know because the last three years I was, you know, not, not care about anything yeah uh, so well now you
0: can think about it more yeah
1: so it's just more like being able to like i kind of seen the past couple of like weeks and time ahead it's like a like a reset like a refresh to like um enjoy enjoy life the best i can
0: mm-hmm. i love that well on a closing note i always ask people to give you know leave one piece of advice or something that you want to say to the audience that maybe like get them through if you had any advice to give what would you what would you say?
1: Sure. I'll, I'll give a, a shout out to, um, I guess to everyone, but particular, you know, men who or guys who think that they're all tough and whatnot and, you know, they don't have any emotions or life is perfect that, you know, that that's bullshit. Um, but, <laughs> but, but no seriousness, like okay. if you feel like, you know, something's off, um, don't wait until like you, it's, it's going to manifest itself and, and eat up inside you because, um, you really don't want to get to a point where, you know, you're struggling, you know. To figure out and get help, especially now because mental health is uh, very hard to find. Um, just, just, I just, I, I, I encourage everyone to, uh, they feel a certain way to seek help.
0: Well, thank you, Rory. It's been wonderful, and I'm glad to have you on the podcast here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining in. Remember to subscribe. Stay connected and follow me on Instagram at Mari Mari Burr, and follow this podcast online at thethingsthatmatter.me. That The Things That Matter podcast is produced in cooperation with Balto Creative Media and the Queen City Podcast Network. It is recorded at the Queen City Podcast Network studios in Uptown Charlotte. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.